this is it. On the 30 meter line, they're going to take it. They're going to take it soon. Pierce to the 30. They run for a try now. It's come down to Graham. Back to the middle. It's found Minicello. A long range shot for Manasseh. He's got it. Oh, what a kick. He got a kick. Hello and thanks very much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Irish NRL Show. Delighted as always to be joined by the coach. How are you, mate? Not too the bad. The Tash Radder. Tash Radder. There's a throwback. <laughs> no, not too bad. Good to be back after last week's performance. Yeah, back back into the fray. Go off the cobwebs. Um, I suppose just a quick one, just to, before we get started. Obviously, we want to go back into fourth tackle. Uh, I enjoyed that last week as well as a preview into next week's fixtures but I suppose before we get into all that I suppose what caught your eye from the week that's been uh, throw you a card having ball. a draw <laughs> I think our first draw in what, how many years I think it's four years yeah 2007 maybe or, or 2017 or something like that was the last time a game ended in a draw so that was interesting to see if they could get to the now arguably the two teams never set up for a, a drop kick at all <laughs> I don't know what they were trying to do trying to achieve but it was it was really interesting and even like there was a few games that finished on Golden Point like this week it just shows you how tight teams are like yeah how how, how good of a competition we have that we're maybe overlooking I suppose uh, it's probably it's one thing we'd always say say maybe on, the, on these parts of the world is it, like the NRL doesn't get the global coverage it arguably deserves and uh it's 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 so competitive, um, even season to season. Um, look, we will get to it in four tackle, but it probably is a side that, that that's <laughs> excused from that. But I suppose let's kick on into it. I think you're taking the lead this week with your first point four tackle. Yeah. So you gonna put the clock on for me? It's on. <laughs> it's on. It's on. We're getting there. We're getting there. So Reese Walsh, fullback, Queensland this year, arguably probably the most informed fullback in the game the way he's after adding to the Broncos attack like like he's a third he's a real silky ball carrier like his assists are unbelievable and just how quick or how like how explosive he is when he comes onto the ball like it's frightening for the defences that they're setting up with him and then he bounces out to the outside shoulder like and then he tries to get out to Cabo or something like that which is a scary scary sight for some of the defences his durability as well is far better than Ponga's. I'm I'm afraid to say. I think Ponga, his glass chin <laughs> is is not great. You can't see it, but I'm touching every piece of wood in the virtual <laughs> podcast yeah. studio. And the fact that Billy backed him a little bit last year and brought him into camp like early enough, like so he he knows what to expect in camp. But I know it's early days and it's only five games in, like six. This is round six this week. But I think out of I was just saying, like likely to start out of five, either four out of five. I think that he'd be Billy's number one. Yeah, I mean, there's a few things. To it. Like obviously, so we do, but we do actually believe it or not do a bit of prep into this podcast. And I think you'd sent this point through, and then there was a story on Fox League that apparently Pong was going to be back sooner than first thought. I think he went and got a bit of work done, a few scans done in America. I still don't think. 
of the of the performances we've seen this season, he's anywhere near as good as Reese Walsh has been. There's also other tidbits you hear that Reese Walsh, look, we're gonna park the one off field incident we have so far, but he's meant to be a coach's dream. Uh constantly doing extras, constantly watching video. Like I think this guy could be the limit for this. It's nearly hard to get him off the, the park. There's someone was saying mm. Walters, I think, was saying that it's like a, he needs to be dragged off the park like to get after training. Exactly, and he's 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 bringing ideas into camp. Is, is how it's been described. Is that he's watching other teams how they play, and he's like bringing in concepts on how to work around how they play, which at a young age mm. is an incredible. You're expecting Adam Reynolds, Adam Reynolds yeah. to be adding to that, like, but. The fact that he's doing it at such well, he's only 20, 21, 21 I think, and still like, which is ridiculous. Arguably, look, we've a very small sample size. The Broncos have absolutely looked out on this bloke for the simple fact that when he left, he was he was never going back to Suncup. He he was quite adamant about that and quite outspoken. They messed him around, and he was like, look, you kind of feel a bit for the Warriors. He kind of seemed to use the fact the Warriors would be based in. Australia. It was a, it was a, it was an out for him. Yeah. Um, but that being said, look, he's. I think he's a. He grew up in the system. He's he's a bit of an affinity for the club. So, arguably, the groundwork was laid, the foundations were laid, and time kind of healed all wounds. But yeah. Um, I don't think I. Don't, I speak for myself, but I'd say you're in the same boat. I didn't expect this off him so early in the season. No. Like he's he's tied with uh, Haas and I don't know who the other person is for the Danny uh, uh, he's fifteen points with three boys so there, yeah there's someone very strange in that list there's someone who you wouldn't typically predict I can't remember who it is but yeah I don't it's <laughs> I like, what <laughs> if you were it's not Egan is it it could be it's someone that, that like if you weren't watching like that, week yeah. in week out maybe it's Josh no. Curran maybe I don't know. And maybe it is Wade Egan actually, it's a good show. Um I must look into that after. And mm. um, the timer has just gone. But yeah, I think the only thing I would be saying at this early stage is on that young body, inexperienced body, origin could r- take its toll, come back end for Broncos for on him. Yeah. Specifically. Yeah. And I think Walters would like another year maybe before he gets called up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, look I suppose my point and look, sticking with the Broncos team but it does have to be noted like, like given it's a career that contains a premiership and a decade of kind of dominance at Souths is this the best we've seen Adam Reynolds play and I just think he's been phenomenal this year I know look we're probably a bit of recency bias and we're looking at the performance against the West Tigers who are a mess but I just think a young side in hot form the Tigers is a nightmare fixture because the young players expect to roll them over but it's the bit of maturity and I just think I think Reynolds arguably is as good as I've seen him play this season and I'm like it looks like a bargain well that's what you said like he's there is this his second third year or second year this is his second year second year like so you expect like he, he knew where he was going like with the gun centers like young fellas outside him like and then the addition of like the pack like um, Capewell and stuff like that but the way he uses them and the way he nothing panics them, he's able to manipulate around the pitch and then he's able to let them gun players off and, and 
like some of the rugby that the Broncos are playing, if where does it start? If you look back, where does it start? It arguably starts at, at uh, Pat Carrigie or Reynolds, like. So yeah. the addition of Pat and Reynolds, like the the work they do in in close, like, is is unbelievable. And then he just sits back and kicks. Like if they're in trouble, yeah. he just kicks them out of trouble. If they need a, a little uh, repeat set or something, he'll just dink it behind. Yeah. Um, it's just his calmness on the pressures. I mean, yeah, like, like arguably, I suppose he has kind of, not him, not him, say, but the Broncos have kind of looked like we've talked about Reese Walsh. All of a sudden, they've got a very composed spine, which is pivotal um, to success anyway. And, like, I think we did discuss on it last week, but, like, Ezra Mam for me when he came in last year we're like oh he's going to be like a Tyson Gamble he's going to have flat passion but he's been he's been rock solid and you have to think that it's the it's the composed like head of Reynolds outside him that's adding to that and I just think yeah I'm just I'm almost scared at how good Reynolds has been well I think the settlement of the Seven Cabo comments on the podcast, which were the controversy, is probably true in a way that he is coaching the backs. Mm. But any good half will coach outside mm. him to say, "This is what I want you to run." I'm not. I'm not doing this for my own benefit. Like he's old enough and bold enough to say that he will dictate what he wants to see outside him. Like, mm. and now they're all at the buy in. So that's that's an easy out for him. Like as in, like he looks at their shape outside him, good shape. Like someone, someone like the the block plays and stuff like that are as crisp as I've ever seen a team play like we're going to be talking about like the Panthers the setup. every time they go to a block shape or something like a 2-2 two, two or whatever that out the back two block shapes off one like it's just bang bang and even the lead runners are so perfect we're going to be starting to see that with the Panthers or with the Broncos as well like. mm. yeah yeah um. I think yeah I think what's them Carrigan got mic'd up again this week or last did he so it'd be interesting to see what like some of his comms are unbelievable. Like, but you, you'd love to see Reynolds, but it, it's hard for them to like say if you were a half back to release that like the oh as much audio as you could because you don't know what you're releasing. Yeah, like like I would be a lot of Carrigan's talk and as such is is generic. Yeah, talk. It's generic. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, but it's just yeah, it's encouragement. It's 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 you know that way. It's don't lie down on me. I need you. I need you. I need you. And that just shows like young players what 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 is expected of you yeah yeah look I think at this stage we, you, I think you asked it last week like a, is there scope that we see another uh, collapse of history repeat itself if it does I think at this stage all arrows have to be pointed at Kevy mm. given the hot start they've had uh, and I know it's mm. very early but I think yeah yeah if he if yeah if there's a bit of tension or something like that it, it actually goes back then yeah um, yeah, well, the buzzer went. Um, so let's park the Broncos for this week, anyway. So I'm gonna talk about this year's war. Oh, Cowboys! Yeah. <laughs> so the Warriors. Uh, do we think they're a top six team, not a top eight team? Like uh, pushing for that top four. Uh, I just think the addition of Johnson, Martin, and uh, the fullback. What's his name? Charles Dickey looks Jar- Yeah, like that's been massive for the spine of the Warriors. Like, as you say about the Broncos. The Warriors have a settled spine now as well. They, they arguably, they arguably have a like a very underappreciated spine. Yeah, and I think, but all workers like Charles Nichols is a workhorse of a of a fullback. And I think now I'm gonna be. I, I think that was my line uh, when we touched base at the dirty code on the weekend. Was 
the Warriors of this year's Cowboys. And arguably, yeah. there is similarities. So, Scott uh, Drinkwater, a fullback, Chance Lockstead, they kind of have the same level of appreciation. They're probably in around the same budget. And then you may be a bit more experienced half in Sean Johnson. It's very similar to like Chad Townsend. Um, mm. And then I just, I just think for me, I think a very underappreciated hooker in the competition. We would have said it last year a few times. Wade Egan. I think he's brilliant. Um, I don't know the name. There's there's an Instagram uh, page that, that followed the Warriors. And he highlighted Wade Egan suddenly around the rook. Mm. And how he looks left and passes right. Like There, there was twice that he went that Rice, uh, the prop for Rice Sharks. Hunt. Yeah, he stepped like he, he went to go left and then pass right, so he brought uh, Rice out of the marker, and then whatever way he was attached to that other the next tackle, and then he, he stepped out and squared up, and Rice had to go in him, and it just means that your runners have that ten meters without a marker, like, mm. which is is it's really good, like. Yeah, like <coughs> I think we were a year early when we were saying the boys aren't going to beat themselves. That's all I'm saying because that was the <laughs> trademark of the show last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I think like it's been made the point's been made like oh it's all on defence the Warriors never defended as good That that's if you listen to any other NRL podcast it's all they've hammered the last few weeks but they let in 30 points against yeah, the Sharks it's not a good look it's not about but it's not about defence it's there's yeah. a will to win within them so our, that's what I said yeah I said they're not as you say they're not going to beat themselves like, and they're not going to lay down either no. Which is a really good attitude. This, like, whether as and still with them this year, like the same as the Cowboys, they are going to work their arse off to get back into a game. Yeah, I'm uh, look. It's very early days, but we could be looking at the coach of the year candidate. Well, it's it's the the battle of the assistant coaches from Panthers. We see at the end of the year who who tops. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised to see Webster on top. Like, yeah, yeah. Now the next four games, you have the Knights this week, Cowboys, Storm, and Rooster. So it'll be interesting to see how they go with the last two. Maybe the Cowboys as well, because the Cowboys need a little bit of a renaissance to get their season back. Yeah, they I think they look. Arguably, they've the drink water suspension, the few niggly injuries and stuff. Them, yeah. Look, it's not gone their way uh, this season, so we won't write them off just yet. But I think for a lot of people, the Warriors, if they weren't before COVID became everyone's second side given the the sacrifices they made Sacrifice, yeah. and then at the end of it all it, it, we kind of finished the season on a bit of a sour taste in that you know all these Aussies who didn't want to go back to uh, New Zealand who and they, and they just cut ties them they got rid of them ASAP yeah if you don't want to play for us off you go but that is why this is so good to see mm. uh, and there's shot then of them coming into one of the the Jersey flags or something like that as well yeah they'd lost that whole huge structure as well through Covid uh, which they're slowly getting back Um, and I I think as well New Zealand is hosting a magic is there a second magic weekend this year I think so yeah they're talking about second magic weekend one of which would be in uh, New Zealand right uh, the point that is going to break me but uh, let's get to it Uh, (laughs) following the demolition job by Penrith Paul Gallen labelled the Raiders as soft. Is he right? <laughs> what do you think, mate? Uh, I think it's very early, um, but he might have a point. Um, so, 
There's a couple of issues with the Raiders. Obviously, it's always been an issue is recruitment. We can't get players to come to Canberra. That's why we, we latched on. Nobody wants to live in the capital. Nobody wants to live in the capital in the winter. That's why we latched on to the English players. Um, but that kind of backfired on us massively. Um, I think our spine is, is pretty putrid. Uh, I think you've, you've invested in Danny Levy, who... He's, he's an okay hooker. He's then had his jaw fraction, his two go flying about 20 foot. So he's out for a significant period of time. Then you're now relax, relying on Zach Wolford, who I actually like. I just don't think he's got given the time. And then Sterling in off the bench. And I think that needs to be how it runs. It's Wolford to start, Sterling off the bench. Jack's suspension and then decision to look elsewhere is not ideal. And then you're left with Frawley and Fogarty, and it's not a good mix. Plus an injured fullback, uh, Savage, who had glimpses. So our spine is a mess. Mm. What do you think of the defence? I think you're very individual in your defence as well. As in, like, what's the name? Hol- oh, Holesworth, is it the big red flag? Horsburgh. He runs off and he tries to make a big splash and then misses sometimes. I know he's trying to make, trying to make an impact and trying to bring the team with him, but there's some of that as well. That Some of them are making decisions that affect them more than the team like arguably my issue there is it kind of boils down to the fact that we don't have a mature spine um, yeah. so obviously Whiten's out injured I don't even think Whiten's a great talker he's kind of a free runner yeah so our leaders are Joey Topine and Josh Papali who are props who will be mm. on off on off it's very difficult if you are a 40 to 50 minute prop to have that leadership role and I think we are a young side make no bones about it like you look at the back line you look at the four pack there's plenty of talent there but we're just lacking maybe that leadership and I think like I I was off on Friday I told you I'd take a day of work so I had to watch that game I couldn't I couldn't even turn it off and focus on Excel I had to watch the game um, and like it was tight in the first half Arguably, it was tight because the Panthers aren't the Panthers of the last few seasons. We get to that no, at some point. But when they click, you're in trouble. But they still have that experience. They still have that yeah. that class. They have arguably a future immortal uh, playing at seven. But, um, so we were in it. But I think an experienced spine, when we had give up those two tries at the start of the first, at the second half, an experienced side, an experienced halfback, a dominant halfback, Right goes right. Let's settle it down. Let's get a few exit sets. Let's play short. Let's play sharp. Let's let's get to a kick. Let's put in a decent kick that's gonna eliminate their return game. And like to give up forty points in forty minutes, you're never gonna come close to to winning. Um. So look, I and I, look, I, I've I've maintained this opinion for a long time. Love Ricky, but I think ultimately it's the same message, and I think players start to tune out. I think, yeah, as you say, like some coaches, you, it's nothing to do with the coaches, to do with your your time there, like, mm. and same voice all the time. And it only takes one season and you fill in, and there's a revigor of, of enthusiasm in the in the squad, like. Mm. So I don't know if his time's up, and it's it's nothing to do with Ricky, like. No, indeed. it's nothing. And he's tried his best. Tried his best for too long sometimes. Yeah, um, it's just your time is up, like I think. Which funny you say that because the time just went, but. <laughs> There's one point I just want to bring in, and no one breaking my own moments here. But uh, what is interesting about the Jack Whiten thing, and I wish this experiment was taking place in a different club, 
but it is probably realistically speaking it's the first time we've seen maybe a marquee player be a little bit similar to what we see in the NBA and the NRL which is ring chasing and that he's saying his, his reasons for leaving is he wants to win a premiership do you only think about it is the market there from as a 6 or 7 not at a club that's in title contention no I don't think so I think he's he's playing a little bit of a silly bugger with the, with the club mm. with the Raiders with, with going to say that he's going to express the open market but he will not get the money he's been offered I think it was 440 mm. was it 4.4 million there for yeah, four years or not effect, yeah. whatever it is so I don't think he get that anywhere else no. in the position and if he goes anywhere else I think they'll be looking at him to go as centre yeah that's where he plays origin um, yeah. so look and you don't, you're not playing the centre that money so no no for that money no yeah um, shoot for four Cool. So the next one is the table. I just think that does the table reflect the standard or the what we feel as the favourites this year? Like I, I always thought that the Rabbitohs were doing really well. We looked at the Rabbitohs. I think they're twelfth or thirteenth in the in the table. Like, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. We're not seeing the real outlier like this year yet, except for the Broncos, which. <laughs> Our history from last year doesn't yeah, like, like, bode well, but like they could frighten the life of you. Yeah, look, I mean, Keep I think. Up. Yeah, like it's it's strange to see the Sharks in twelfth and the and the and the Rabbitohs in thirteenth. Um, mm. But then, but come like after, yeah, I just think like give them another three weeks now, that's going to jump the opposite way. Yeah, I think it could be interesting. <coughs> Apologies. Um, how we've discussed how close and how tight it is I think we could go through a prolonged period of one result either way making drastic changes to the, the ladder as such um, so yeah like like the Dolphins like two weeks ago they were second they're now seventh like you cannot I think even that there I think the 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 cats or whatever's off their back like after getting bet like mm. they they uh, Wayne Bennett says, "You were just waiting for us to stop for this to happen to us." Like, yeah. So straight again, he puts the media against them, like backs his players, like it's us against you now, and he'll be waiting for that mob mentality now this week, like again. Like, it's almost as if he's done it before. Yeah, I don't know how. Yeah, it's very he's an experienced, experienced coach. coach, like uh, <laughs> that's been up against it a few times. Yeah, yeah. Like what I will look forward to is when we expand again and two or three years time like you're talking and he takes on that role the next one <laughs> yeah. um, there's only so many storm players that he can rob <laughs> yeah unless Gus takes it over and robs Penrith players but look that's yeah. maybe not working out too well the Bulldogs um, yeah no I suppose yeah like the f- table and this is going to sound very stupid as a comment is reflective of results in the early part of the season obviously yeah, um, yeah. but I do take a point it's probably not reflective of what we would have ha- held as pre-season kind of predictions I predictions, yeah. do think for the likes of your Parramatta your Cowboys who have had a desperate start to the season that's like I think Parramatta more than the Cowboys I, I give you yeah I think the Parramatta have to sort themselves out something serious before as quick as they can before but I think it gets a problem. I think how like how much parity we have in the league appears so far. It gives them that opportunity to like other years we could be saying it's gone. 
Like they're not yeah. going to get top yeah, four yeah, at this stage. Yeah, close. Yeah, close. The rest of the table is. Like, yeah. Um. Like you look, you look through that. Like obviously, Broncos undefeated. Warriors four wins from five. And then he's the Roosters, three wins. Uh, and then from fourth down, no other side has three wins. Everyone else is two or less. Hmm. Am I right in saying that? I think so. Yeah. I think yeah, and what's also skewing it is the buy. The early boys too. Yeah, yeah, them, yeah, them boys. Sorry, that's wrong. I'm wrong in saying that because the storm and the dolphins out. There's, yeah, there's two on four. Yeah, sorry. Um, but yeah, there's, there's no sorry. There's a side that's won five games, the Broncos, and a side that's won four. It's only lost one. Everyone else has at least lost two, and then obviously there's one side that hasn't won a game. So like that can change rapidly. Uh, I just think like like roosters and panthers. I think for me are going to be top two again at the end of the year. And then after that, I think a lot of teams will be knocking around top four, top top eight, like, which would be, as we said, like last year, near the end, like you could see the Broncos or something like that being dropped out for the Dragons, or it it wouldn't be unfathomable for me like to see that, like another shock again. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think the the boys have probably are probably your point to, um, your your. Your point that's skewing the table though is the, is the early boys we normally would but have clutches of boys with like origin and stuff like that so it's probably changing right the buzzer just went just there so my final point and no sorry my second last point um and i'm gonna start this off with a, a little tip no actually i'll give you the question and then i'm gonna give you a little bit of extra information i have so the tigers have become the first side to register back to back own five starts to the season and the question I was going to ask is, can they actually get rid of Pasco? Because it's a little bit more difficult to get rid of a, a CEO than it is to get rid of a coach. But something I just want to flag with you is the recruitment under um, Pasco in his tenure. So I think he's he's about the eight-year mark. Let me see. Yeah, it's already 16. So this is a list of the players he signed, the amount of games they played, and the year he signed them. But the key aspect here is these players have all since left, the Tigers. So 2016, they brought in Matt ba- uh, Ballin and Elijah Taylor. Matt Ballin played three games. Elijah Taylor played eight games. He was, I, I, I enjoyed Elijah Taylor. So, I, I have to say he's a worker. Yeah. I would have kept him if you could. Yeah. 2017, Jamal Idris played five games. 2000, he was out the door. Yeah. 2018, Chris McQueen, Queen, 10 games. Uh... Ben Matalino, 36 games. Russell Packer, 33 games. Moses Mbai, 63 games. Mahe Fanua, 21 games. Robbie Farah, 30 games, second stint at the club. And Josh Reynolds, 22 games. 2019, Ryan Madison, um, 24 games. Ryan Madison is a bit of a headbanger, uh, as has been so, has been kind of discussed ad nauseum over the offseason. 2020, the <laughs> Joey and Luciana Lelua. 21 games for Joey. He's off knocking heads in the championship and then Luciano who's at the Cowboys now who what I, I thought Luciano was a good fit for the Tigers and he'd be a good fit for the Cowboys 2021 20, James Roberts 17 games James Tamo 38 games and Ken Mamalo 29 games and in 2022 Tyrone Peachy 13 games and the star boy of last season Jackson Hastings just 16 games so Listen, Tash, tell me this and tell me no more. Can they actually get rid of Pasco? Because I think 
there's no argument for should they keep him. Yeah. I'm just going to ask you another question. Name me another CEO in the NRL, please. Uh, used to be able to name the Rabbitohs one, um, Shane Richardson, because he was very good. And in COVID, yeah. he stepped down. So I remember him because he's, he's, he's a very good CEO. But you can't name. Like, we're not... That's what, how much of a circus the Tigers is now. And, like, the thing, goes back to all this, is, look, we're rugby league fans. We love the NRL over the Super League, whatever. But we're not... It, it's hard for us to get NRL news. Yeah. We don't pick up the newspaper and, and, the, and the papers are full. But we know who Justin Pascoe is. For the last two years, like, yeah. at least... So, how bad of a job is he doing? Um, well, he didn't do himself any favours being pictured it was a, at the weekend out with the tracks and bottoms and the, and the t-shirt kicking the ball or at the half-time on the phone in the background of, of <laughs> Tim Sheaton's uh, half-time talk. Like, yeah. I just think the two of them, the, there's two sides and nobody's talking to each other. Like, No. Like, you'd also look, was, was, was full duty of, not duty of care, but was due process followed in hiring Tim Sheens? Because arguably, he'd failed in England. Like, arguably, his, he was done as a coach. Mm. It's been a bit of a mess. Uh, like, you look at Sheen's comments on the weekend about... Uh, the hopefully, we can, we, we can get a result we against the win the bye. Like, like, that's absolutely mad. Like, if you were a player on, on that team, like, and your coach came out and said that, like, that's a kick in the stones. I know you're probably getting kicked in the stones already, like, behind closed doors, but Jesus... It's like he, oh, the one thing you need, like the one thing Wayne Bennett would always do was back his players like, yeah. in public. He might flog you <laughs> and, and give you the hair, like uh, Alex Ferguson's job in the background, but he yeah, will yeah. always back his players and never put you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you feel that you feel bad then for say Robbie Farrer and Benji Marshall next year. Would you really want this job as your first? Like this is a poison chance. Answer me this. Already, Answer me this, right? I know the time was gone or whatever, but it's a point that needs to be discussed. You're Robbie Farah, you're Benji Marshall, you love that club, but even you, can you stick out this season? Mm. If nothing changes? Knowing that any player who was ha- like looking for a contract, Super League looks far more appealing than West's. For next season, if if yeah, if you're at your end of your tenure here anywhere in in the NRL and Tigers come looking for you, like you look at Mitchell Pierce, like his his chance to get in mm-hmm. back into the NRL, and he said no, and they're only what they are two games over, two games more than the uh, NRL. I think I he said they might win the the, the Super League. Like I I, <laughs> I generally think the best thing that could happen the West Tigers is a complete overhaul. Look, you can't turn around. People have said, "Oh, replace them with the North Sydney Bears and get them back in." I know that's a it's a franchise. People are mad to them, but you can't replace like can't take them out. But what I would say is they need to start recruiting better because it is very obvious. It is like the best players in West Sydney go to Penrith. The second best players go to Parramatta. Yeah, where where are you in this tier? Like anywhere yeah. in that's left, let's go to Wests. And like yeah. there is players and get paid, get paid for the more money. Yeah. Anyway, that's like, yeah. Look, we can go on all day. The timer's gone, and mm. we're not going to solve it. But we know how to I solve think it. We'll talk about it next year, next week as well. Talk about next year. <laughs> yeah. So the next one then is who is going to be the next rugby union star? 
Eddie, oh, Eddie Jones came out there during the week I think he was talking to one of the reporters and he named the three players he was looking at one is Cam Murray he said he's his favourite uh, player in the NRL to look at yeah. who, who came from a rugby union that's what I was going to say he's the obvious one like two Nathan Cleary which arguably is probably the easiest fit a playmaker in, in league playmaker in, in union and then the next one which was a bit surprised to me but it was Matt Burton he thinks he's an absolute gun uh, Katoa Katoa has come out in yeah. the, the Dolphins six is who? Katoa yeah he said the All Blacks mm. yeah yeah and Nats. Big Nelson yeah Big Nelson but he's New Zealand yeah. <laughs> so there's no panic for him playing with Australia unless he's a clever little fucker oh your, your question is who's who's the next to, to play for Australia for Australia okay. like the one out the door after after uh, Suwali going look Cam Murray then, is the obvious one um, now Eddie Jones said he won't he won't pressure him out of a contract he'll never do that to someone like yeah so I think Cam is locked in and so is Nate and Cleary like locked in for a big big but they're still young yeah. and if Eddie Jones gets through the World Cup <laughs> um, I mean arguably if if you're Jimmy Tedesco you've won all you can win you're coming to the latter stage of your career you could you could safely leave knowing that you've got an adequate replacement of fullback mm. like that that to me seems like there, there was talk of maybe Luke Keary as well who again is from a union background but I don't think at this stage he's had too many head knocks and stuff I don't think yeah, he's yeah, yeah. taken any more challenges on and he's, he'd be small in union he'd be very small in union to play for like half um, but yeah if I was Jimmy Tedesco I'd be I'd be, I'd, I'd Welcome discussions. Yeah, I think he's he's in chat with contracts, and he, he's mm. he's if he did a two year or one year contract, maybe with the Roosters, and then look for his options then next year. And the, yeah, and the only thing is, is like obviously, the raid by Australia is 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 not for. It's not over. I don't think it's over. No, it's not. And but it but it's it's to do with the next World Cup. Obviously, not France. Obviously, it's because because that's in yeah, Australia. It's, it's, yeah, it's in Australia. Yeah, so you're talking with the Lions the year before, and then. The World Cup after, so like it's it's four years down the line. That's what they're looking at. And then this week, every player I think in league came out and said, "Well, we do like looking at Union." <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Wonga, um, yeah, Wonga Blake came out with his manager, and his manager said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eddie, Eddie, nothing. Do you like this fella? Nothing <laughs> to do with the fact that contract negotiations have stalled." Uh, but I I, yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed watching. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Rugby Union. <laughs> yeah it's just a bit strange that they're, now they're putting serious pressure I think the players are putting serious pressure on the NRL like the the week that went by when uh, what's the name uh, Joseph signed the contract that was grand but for then the week after for all these players to come out and say about keep on talking about union yeah. I think <laughs> it's more to, with the CBA or maybe something like that that they're yeah, they're really digging in the NRL. Like, CBA you know, that way, wasn't, just to, wasn't great over the It's summer. an easy way of, of 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 kicking them when they're down, like, and just put pressure, more pressure on them. Like, yeah, look, I, so it could be a bit of it could be a bit of tomfoolery on the players' behalf. Like, yeah, I, th- I think arguably, people say our oh, rugby Australia is broke, but it's not rugby Australia. It's tourism Australia. It's, it's looking at paying these contracts. I I uh, I think we are going to lose some stars, but I I think in recent years the the production line of quality of talent in the NRL has seriously ramped up. Um, oh, yeah. And it, 
like a few years ago, if you looked maybe four years ago, you'd say Penrith's producing all the talent and no one else really seems to be. But it seems as if a lot of clubs have, have caught up. But I argue maybe the Raiders probably haven't quite just yet, although we do have a good SG ball side this this year. But I think the talent production has really caught up. And I think, yeah, look. If I was the NRL, I'd be cute about it. I'd be saying, let's let's ID players that if they went and played union for two years, they come back well, and they'd for to develop. So let's get Ruby Australia yeah. to develop the force. Well, you will be a, a more global brand when you come back, like, yeah. and then it's more eyes watching you then when they come back. And that's agree where the NRL falls down is like they're so yeah, but like as. as Union Some fans, lads, you just want to travel to the east coast of Australia. But union fans <laughs> will say, "Oh, he he, he, oh, he came from league, did he?" They won't say he yeah. came from the NRL, but like the no, NRL no, needs no, to yeah. own that, I think. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Look, time I went there anyway. But so last point, I suppose, for this evening, doggy delight. Did the dogs come from behind victory? Teach us more about the doggies or the cowboys of twenty twenty three. And I suppose, to preface this, I know we've said already the Cowboys were, were down a few players, drink water, ban, etc, etc, etc. But I just think last season, in the same situation, the Cowboys hold on. They had that steel about them, which I don't think they have this year. Pardon me. Uh, yeah, I think, I think you're right with that, that just that hard edge they had. And as I said before, they could have done it the first year, the, like the, the pre-season that they had. You can flog the shade them because you're a new coach, new voice, and we're going after this. Next year, it's very hard to flog the same players. <laughs> it's just, I, I don't it, you know it yourself from experience. Yeah. Like, you're there going, lad, we did it last year. Come on. <laughs> like, of merit alone, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be flogging them players. You shouldn't. Especially when you throw in a World Cup into the mix as well. It's exactly. Like, like, some of them guys that, that we thought that wouldn't go at the beginning of the of, last year and had the season they had a lot more Cowboys went on on the the World Cup on other teams as well not just uh, not just Australia like. mm, yeah a lot of them boys had a long long uh, pre-season as well as playing Origin um, yeah, exactly so yeah look uh, you know I think brilliant uh, season last season it's going to be very difficult especially when we know the sum of the parts wasn't equal to the performance of last year if that makes sense so they overachieved last year maybe it's just a balance into the scales for the Cowboys so they might they might still make the 8 but I think it, they won't make the top 4 Um, but the Doggies I thought that's kind of that win that galvanises the side it's like a come from behind Last play of the game, not last play of the game, but last minute of play, Fox is going over in the corner. And then Borton's getting the drop goal to win it in golden point. I think it just, in the rain, I think it just kind of can galvanise them and set them up for the next three, four games. So That was some, the, the, like the last play, mm-hmm. like the balls, just, and to be down and say, I'm going to kick this ball, like to be in that situation, that you're going to kick a ball early enough in the, in the tackle mm-hmm. count, regain it, he kicks it again, <laughs> so he like kick the ball like, but then whatever. I think the the, the way the Cowboys dissolved that was ridiculous. Like kicking it back, he should have just went down and played it like the 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 Cowboys. I I forget who kicked it, but then six again, first tackle, 
on your bad side of the field <laughs> to go and then hit it back onto your left hand side. Like it was on the right, it was on the left hand side of the field. He had to dig back onto his left and kick it over the bar. And it wasn't the most graceful of kicks. It was it was just that it's his boot like that. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, no, I thought Yeah, I just I think they might come good. And look, it's it's something that's gonna be interesting to watch is their development of Mr. Aldo, who has had raps on him like you talked about do I know any other CEOs other than Justin Pasco? Do you know any other assistant coaches other than Cameron Seraldo over the last few years? Like Andrew Webster. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes. Now. But like last year you knew Cameron Seraldo and, and it's it's yeah, been yeah, coming a long come through, time. Like, and everyone was saying, yeah. So yeah, look, it's uh Gus's boy. Um <laughs> Yeah, look, I think we're just coming to the end of time on that anyway, but yeah, look, I'd like to see the doggies dominant again. It was, it was a, it's a, it's a fixture that we'll get. To, I think it's yours for next week. It's just doggies roosters. It's a classic mm. Easter matchup, and um, we yeah. all remember that infamous game a few years back with the, the trigger fingers from James Graham. And I'd love the doggies to be back to that <laughs> dog of war stage. But, but I think yeah, if the, I don't know if the pack is the same. I think they're looking for a more expensive pack, but. If they could get that hard edge again, like they used to, like the the doggies pack, like. yeah, the dog dogs of war, um, yeah. But I suppose look, we we'll uh, we'll press on through to the fixtures. Obviously, it's Easter weekend, so there's a few classics, and we've an Easter Monday game as well. Team on a boy, obviously, is the Sharks, which they probably look that that's probably having Miss Nico. That 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 boy at this stage, that's actually not a bad thing. I don't think. No, they got away with it. Yeah. Um, first game, obviously, Thursday, 10.50, Irish time. Amy Park, Melbourne Storm versus Roosters. Look, a classic, classic matchup. Cameron Mooster, uh, Cameron Mooster? Cameron Munster, Jerome Hughes back together in the halves. Uh, the debate the everyone wants to know is who would start fullback for Roosters. It is Joey Manu, Suali uh, in the, in the centres. Look, it's it's uh, we were we were cautious about the storm prior to last week's game, and um, I thought it was a very competent performance against the bunnies. I know they're still a while away from getting little Poppy back, but they look good. Jerome Hughes is back. There's been a bit of back and forth between Cheese and Christian Welch. I think this could be a good game, but I'm I'm gonna back the Roosters in a tight tussle. Yeah, Melbourne are favourite. I think it's 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 a dollar seventy four to Melbourne to Sydney's uh, two dollars and ten, and I'd say it's just because it's down home in home home advantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I'm the same with you. I think I go with the Roosters because of their performance the last two. They're starting to click. Like, yeah, yeah. I think Kiri's playing good stuff as well, yeah. and Walker arguably is, is having a great even this defence from last year that to come on the side. Yeah, total agreement. Yeah. Uh, the next game then. Is is the Bulldogs against the Rabbitohs in Acorn Stadium on Friday, Good Friday at seven five past seven. Mm. Uh, a little bit of a controversy, but I think the coach, uh, the South's coach, aimed up on Mitchell a little bit for his inactive in the first half instead of waiting for the end of the game to come in. I think he had three three runs in the first half, which is for a player like him. I think it's a bit now. A bit Irish, <laughs> if you think about 
there's there's plenty of times he can come on to the game. I know he's looking for them opportunities and stuff like that, but I, if he made it more of an impact, in the, not an impact, but it sort of pushed himself on the game a bit more, I think everyone would see the difference in that team. Like, yeah. uh, I think it's a step, maybe, with the, with them comments by the coach, I think Mitchell will come out all going blazing this, this weekend. I think it's not good for the Bulldogs, I'm afraid. So I'm going with Souths. Yeah, I agree with you. Go with Souths, but I hope it's it's an absolute belting like it was last year. I don't know if you remember the game last year. It was end to end. It was I think maybe four tries in the last ten minutes, end to end stuff. So I go with you, and I hope it's a high scoring affair because I just love that matchup. I don't know what it is. It's just it reminds me of my youth. And Josh Ryan's back in the fourteen again this week. He had a great day. <laughs> the whole crowd, I imagine, when he came on, ran on, rushed up. Missed the tackle. <laughs> First tip in the game. And the, oh, I was like, yeah, Rashashi Khan. <laughs> Trying to get the lads up. Absolutely. But it, it was just a series. It's just great to see him back. The most yeah. like likeable grub in the game. That's uh, what they said. Like, there's the grub in now. <laughs> um, yeah, look, I suppose I agree with your uh, bunnies for me on that one. Um, next up, Queensland Derby. A new Queensland Derby this year. So Cowboys, Dolphins. Uh, look, if the start of the season, I was telling you, 7th was playing 14th, you wouldn't have attributed the position on the table to the sides that are playing it. But I think the the Dolphins are just getting injuries in all the wrong places. Obviously, not someone they were looking for, but Anthony Milford, obviously, in and out uh, pretty much in the same week. Their half-partnership is Cody Nicarima and, obviously, Isaiah Katoa. Look, they've plenty of experience in the Bromwich brothers. I really like Tom Gilbert. I think he's a astute signing. I think Jeremy Marshall King is slept on. Um and then obviously the Lee brothers in, in on the on the right edge, Branko and Edric. Uh what a pairing. Um I think that'll be aggravated their downfall if, if if it does go bad because supposedly they're not going well in the divisions below them, so Yeah. And coming up against uh, like, like with Drinky back, you're in trouble. I think. Yeah. Now the one thing I would say is, <laughs> if you are looking at a bench with beef on it, the the Dolphins bench of Jared Wallace, Mark Nichols, and Ray Stones. My God, is that a bit of biff to come in off the bench? Obviously, still missing Felice. Felice, say it'd be like that. That the. The Mighty Ducks, yeah. the Ashburners coming in. Yeah, look, it's a great, it's a great bench. But look, I think the spine is going to cause them issues. Obviously, look, we like the hammer is is good, can finish, but he's limited in terms of how he links play and stuff like that. He's a he's a he's a glorified winger, and that's probably a harsh comment, but it's true. And he doesn't have the same, he doesn't have the, the subtle skills as say yeah. Frankie when he was in the halves. Like, and the key know. issue is the Cowboys are back to their their ideal spine of Drinkwater, Robson and Dearden and Chad Townsend so yeah look I think the Cowboys are going to take it uh, but I do think the Dolphins even though they've risen to $2.98 uh, versus what I'm looking at I do think they are uh, they're going to run them tight they'll give them a game I think they'll give them a game yeah I think I go with the same I think Cowboys we've just a bit too much for the Dolphins this week uh, first game on Saturday then is the Panthers against the Seagulls at eight thirty at Blue Bend Stadium. Uh, this will be a tight game, I think. Absolutely. Um, 
I think it, it, this this will be it, we'll see if Tommy Turbo is fully back because I think he needs a good game uh, and massive test for Schuster uh, and I'd be one of the form players is Olakowatu like as well like he needs to stand up to this big big pack yeah. like um, yeah look for me the thing with this game is it's it's which version of both sides is going to show up because I know they demolished us but there was little glimpses I didn't like at all what I seen from Penrith like I don't know if you remember but even Edwards was making mistakes like there was one there was an instant yeah. there in the second half where he's running out of his half and he throws the ball into touch and it's like he doesn't make those mistakes there's like it's not quite meshing with the Panthers but then Manly can blow hot and then can draw with the Knights yeah no I think I think as you say like it all depends on what team shows up but saying that the last second half last week the Panthers can turn it on when they want which is a scary yeah. scary team so I just think that there's that much talent in the Panthers that you just can't write them off yeah. so I'm going with the Panthers yeah fair fair happy with that uh, right um, let's get this over and done with Broncos Raiders <laughs> 10.35, prime time Saturday. Um, yeah, look, what can I say not, that hasn't already been said? S- few small changes. Uh, Tear did come to my eye when I seen the captain and centre named uh, this week. <laughs> Jerry Croker's back. Key. Was that a, was that an emotional, like a sad one? Or, oh. It's both. <laughs> uh, it'd be nice for the first two minutes until Katoni Staggs used him as a speed bump. Um, or he does shoulder but again. I suppose the key change for me is and look he, he, he slots in and he does a job when you need him to but the key thing for me is we're going with Brad Schneider at 6 which I think is a massive increase on, on Matt Frawley I still think we're going to struggle I still say it's unlikely we're within 10 points um, so I say Broncos win that's his Unbiased. It's, it's, it's unfortunate for you. Yeah, it's unfortunate you got Broncos. I just think the the like at home Broncos are a different beast again. Like I know they're having a great year, but I think Sun uh, Sun Corp is going to be there. And how come the Broncos always man. get night night games? They never play at two o'clock at home. Yeah, they never play a Sunday morning. But should they sell out? That's what it is. It's the television. It's yeah. not the yoke. It's 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 the prime time television. Got to be an advantage. Got to be Exactly. I'm going Broncos as well, just in case you think I'm going with you boys. Upset alert. Ding, ding. <laughs> so the next game then is Sunday. The first game is Sunday. It is the Titans versus the Dragons at Seabus Super Stadium at five past seven. Uh, this, uh, Jaden Campbell and who is starting this week? Um, Toby Sexton are in the, in the spine for the Titans, which will be interesting to see a start a rare start so you will be Canada. watching every minute and Toby was in the wilderness there for a while uh, and then the Dragons I just think what's it Ben Hunt he can do what he wants yeah he can he he can when he scored that try last week he, it was he just decided to score that try you know that way he's one of them players only form and as I think we said it last last year like a few years ago this fellow was one of the most Unlike players on the, in the in the the league, like after the Broncos, it is it is final, like, hard to he, think of. <laughs> Bear in mind that one of those days on Sunday, 
Um, it is hard to think of a blo bloke who's had his career damaged so much by a knock-on. By one knock-on. Yeah, and yeah. I had more than one on the weekend. I had the video, though, if you want. I'll put it up on my own I had, <laughs> Instagram. I had like. more knock-ons than touches. <laughs> Work that one out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's interesting to see. I'd like, I'd like to see, with all the chat of this extra man going to Paramount and stuff and Jaden Campbell being that extra man and somebody's someone quoting in the, in the media I'd like to see him come out and give a good game and, and really like back the back the chat like, I think he is a star you're player. going to be blowing up regardless what he does look at the way he got the ball but his steps like for a big string of piss that he is you like he's just his feet you are unbelievable uh, he's been signed by the app by fighting Irish that's the breaking dog yeah I'm going to Instagram there yeah, if you want I think I'm going to go with a with an upset I think I no I don't think it is an upset because the Titans are favourite because they're at home so I'm going with the Titans at home yeah that's not an upset I don't think the, the mess the Dragons have been this year with the whole coaching thing I, I yeah I back the Titans I'm not going to disagree there come I'll with come me, come with we've, me. Been, we've been very agreeable this season we need to change yeah it's, not <laughs> it's the fact that I won last yeah, year and yeah. back and everything yeah. I back <laughs> um, so second game on Sunday 9.15 Irish time McDonald Jones Stadium 11 place Knights host the second place Warriors the money is, is tight enough uh, Knights are $2 and the Warriors are $1.81 which I think given how well the, the Warriors have gone is slightly disrespectful no major changes in terms of uh, in terms of the roster we just hope that Lachlan Miller knows where the mate, goal line is mate, that's, I don't care what excuse you use that's an absolute business decision <laughs> oh no is that <laughs> the new rule is the new rule is that the fullbacks do not defend second rows yeah my god <laughs> I, look, mate, I don't blame him as a prop I would have made the same decision <laughs> Uh, that is a machine. Uh, I'll go out there and let you. Yeah, no, look, I'm I'm back in the Warriors. They're they're nice. No no major change in the in the, just looking through the team this year. Look, we touched on that spine. Wade Egan, Tay Mary Martin, uh, Sean Johnson, and Charles Nicklaus said arguably working combining well together, but also individually probably having some of the best spells in their individual careers. So yeah, no, I'm back. Yeah, I think the 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 Warriors can do a job here, like which like they're they're doing the job all like this year, like so I think I know Newcastle came back and stuff like that last week and ran ran them to the, mm. the draw, but I just think the Warriors have a bit more to them this year, like which I think they'll finish. And then the last game, our Easter Monday game at seven o'clock, is the Tigers take on the Eels at Acor Stadium. <laughs> I think we all Tigers by a blowout. Easter Sunday to be finished their Easter eggs to be all tucked up in bed on Sunday ready for Crying. No, I think it's hard work. Like the Eels I know this is the game they're looking for, like the Eels. This is one to get them back on track. Uh, I was gonna say it there that Arguably Carso is looking ordinary in the Tigers system. From a player that was one of the best hookers going to push Cookie into the, the state of origin like this team makes him look so ordinary yes and we know he's most certainly not ordinary so uh, 
and if like if you wrote down like if I if if you put this uh, pack beside the 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 eels pack like I know the prop was like uh, Gillard Gatton Campbell Gillard like okay but you don't have a uh, Palo in there I I on paper the Tigers pack is better than the the eels pack yeah I'd say like say, if you name them out say so I'm gonna name them out Olakuate Corso Dave Clemmer Papa E. Bateman and I don't know your man Fellow Pearl but then you're looking at Campbell Gillard Josh Hodgson Greg Sean Lane is back which is good Bryce Cartwright couldn't tackle last year and Ryan Madison is back after his fine <laughs> pain is fine um, yeah I, I generally would say John Bateman's about a four and a away from getting homesick again or a serious fit in the deficiency yeah. Vitamin D deficiency. If he doesn't get the fact of factor fifty on, he's gonna yeah. cook. Um, yeah, no, I don't see him lasting. Um, back to Wigan. Um, yeah, I, I. You'd love to know what he expected off this. Yeah, like it. Like, does it come? To, like, I hate to say, it, does it come down to money? Like, but like, he must have got a good No, I, like, I, I think arguably after him. his first season. He's been caught by the Roosters. I think he wanted to go to Sydney. I think he wanted out of Canberra, to be fair. Right, but yeah, I, yeah, So he has the opportunity of living yeah, in Sydney. Yeah, but like, there's only. So- <laughs> but to be hated when he walked by, the <laughs> cans of Coke, empty cans of Coke being thrown at you when he walked by. There's only uh, so much a city can offer before getting spanked every weekend. So that's the So Yeah, big time. And coming from Wigan, in which, like, you're always there, thereabouts. You're. No, I think he is all the way around. Yeah, I'd be in agreement. Well, look, I suppose that, as the fella says, is that. And that's all for me. Yeah, that's me done too, so bro. Thank you and guten tag for our German listeners. Good luck. <laughs>